can see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Oh, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Monday, March 27th, 2023, and this is episode 354 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look at our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. Monday morning, catch up, chat with Brian, coffee with Brian, whatever. We're going to talk about our life, what we've been doing, and uh, what went on oh, since we talked to you last, which was Friday morning. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, an outside shower, how our travel day went uh, over the weekend on Saturday, and uh, let's see, and a big old rock hounding trip we took yesterday, which was a lot of fun, and I got a bunch of other stuff here on the list to get to if I get to it, and uh, if I don't, I don't. Well, that's cool. Light just went out. Wonder why that happened. Sorry about the technical difficulties. And the lights went out. That's the night the lights went out in Georgia. Morning, Josh. How we doing? How we doing? Looks like everybody was having a uh, big old chat there in the in the chat about 3 o'clock in the morning. That was uh, good of them. Morning, Gingerbread. If you're back around, and it looks like you and Pip and I were uh, knocking out a little conversation. Hope everything is going good. Oh, man. I am tired. I am tired for sure. I walked up and down this uh, mountain yesterday. Oh, by the way, I was going to tell you too. I might as well tell them. Uh, that was 425 feet up that mountain. I went to the website yesterday and I was looking at it. 425 feet up a mountain. And I'm not talking like, um, oh, you know, a 2% grade. Oh, it was probably like 70 I would guess 70% grade up of most of that thing. It was, it was up there, man. It was pretty cool. And uh, the views, the views for sure. And when I, uh, when I get to talking about that, I will tell you even how they found this place. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool story. It was really fun to meet him. Uh, it was fun to meet Justin. I got hooked up. Uh, well, I'll tell the story here in a little bit. Uh, rolling with a little Brian's blend this morning. Hey, James, playing with trains. How's it going? How's it going? You've been digging into that uh, air roasted coffee. Hope it tastes good. I uh, saw you were a little sluggish this morning. Some Brian in your cup will uh, we'll take care of that for sure. For sure. And uh, yeah, announcement about that coming up uh, this week sometime too. I, I didn't have time to prep up everything I wanted to say, but I do have now a C4 membership portal on Food Forest Farms. Uh, it's a landing page for us, our project, and uh, our coffee co-branding. I've been white labeling coffee with Brian for quite a bit uh, on our site, and it just—I talked to him one day, and we both came to the realization that co-branding was probably a smoother way to go, and uh, being able to just order directly from my producer. I don't care that you know he makes the coffee because I feel that he makes the best coffee that I could purchase to sell. So, hey. 
let's let's streamline it let's uh let's run it right through and um and we'll co-brand instead of white labeling and that was that was uh <laughs> that was the plan and uh, he made it happen so i have to do some stuff on my end to get everything worked out uh at the moment if you order anything through our site or his site uh you will get what you need uh because we do customer service very well but uh yeah, Josh says a little Brian in your cup will wake you up. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Morning, Robin. Listening only this morning. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, it's uh, it's that time of year. It's getting that time of year for sure. Glad you got your furnace fixed. Got that furnace at the church fixed. Got that water heater. That water heater all uh, all moved around and uh, the new one installed. So that's good. That's good. Coming up here on five minutes, and uh, that is when we will roll with the perfect cup question of the day. It's an interesting one this morning. Uh, got a lot of knee-jerk reactions in the group. I went in a different way with it. So uh, I think I'll read the question, let you guys think about it for a second, and uh, give the, the the community's answers. I was running late again last night and got it up late. But uh, anyway, we'll talk about them, and then I will, uh, I will drop in my thoughts. But uh, here we go. All right, everyone, it's time for the 41st edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group, t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Come on over, catch the question the day before the show. Talk about it with everyone in the chat. See what we think. Get all the ideas out there and I'll present them the next morning along with my thoughts. And uh, yeah, that's how that works. The Perfect Cup question of the day. Perfect cup question of the day today is, can achieving nothing make a person happy? Can achieving nothing make a person happy? I read it. I was like, okay, all right. Last week's questions were a little shaky, a little shaky. Uh, we learned a lot about English and um, that <laughs> it depends. It depends. Um, a lot of comparing apples to oranges and things like that. So diving into this week, the first one, when I was able to finally get my laptop open last night and post it up, I was like, can achieving nothing make a person happy? That's a pretty philosophical, philosophical question that could make you chew on things. So I threw it up in the Telegram group. Didn't have a chance to throw it on the other socials, but I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So if you want to join us, you can uh, you can find us at all the, all the socials. But the easiest way is to join that Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat and uh that's where it is every day prior to the question being talked about. But when I put it up there, instantly, instantly getting comments. And they were all about the same vein. Old James, Gingerbread Farms, train driver there. Uh, train driver says, uh, no, because achievements are in the eye of the beholder. For example, if deadheads, are they just dirty hippies? Or are they panhandlers? But if you talk to one, they'll gladly tell you how many shows they've been to and what the best ones are they remember. So that's an achievement. Josh says, no, because achievements are in the eye of the beholder. That's down the similar line. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, that got double. Oh that, oh, that wasn't Josh's answer. I read the same answer twice. I thought it sounded really familiar. I'll have to go back and get Josh's answer real quick after I finish the other ones. Uh, Chris Dixon says, you can't do both. If you're happy, you've achieved something. Nothing implies indifference. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, Blueberry Texas comes in, says, sometimes after getting shitloads of projects done, it's nice to stop for a bit and do nothing. The older I get, the more I like to stop. That was uh, that was a fair assessment here. And uh, yeah, my old copy and paste game was not on point this morning. Uh, I got to swing back over here to the Telegram chat uh, away from my notes. But uh, Ryan Pippen says, uh, yep, they sure can. No strive, no will to learn, no longing for sturdy, <laughs> no longing for study, no care to garden. I just want it easy was one of the many responses I've heard. I just put gas in it, as some willfully ignorant human says. Well, no, Mr. Customer, y'all put diesel in the car, and now it's going to be $1,500 to fix it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are definitely non-motivated people out there. Um, it's interesting, as I thought about it more, and as the, as the answers came in from the audience, I realized we got a lot of go-getters. We got a lot of... Um, we got a lot of motivated people. We have, uh, if not motivated, at least they uh, attempt to get some, some things done. Uh, that that answer I was looking for a little bit earlier from Josh was, that depends on their goals. If their sense of self and purpose in life is based on achievements, from then no. If their goals are merely peach, merely peach and balance with their existence... I don't think that was right. Then perhaps nothing is just fine. But maybe balance or peace is an achievement in and out of itself. It must be peace and balance in their existence. So maybe what matters is if a person's achievements are in line with what makes them happy. Well, that might be what is important. But the question was, the question was, can achieving nothing make a person happy? Well, my thoughts were, um, by achieving nothing, aren't you by definition achieving something? Is it even possible to achieve nothing? When you sit in a room in the dark with your eyes closed, but you're not sleeping, you're just doing nothing, aren't you achieving relaxation or contemplation? I mean, like, is there a possibility that a, a, a person can actually achieve nothing at any time? And that's where it took my head. And it really doesn't answer the question if they can be happy, if it can make a person happy. I contend that it's not possible. So the question's invalid. But it was really cool to see all the all the motivation and go getters in my group where every single person's like, not me, not me. I can't do it. I mean, old Blueberry there is getting old, so he needs to sit down every once in a while. But, you know, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, let him get by with that one. But even in that, even sitting down and not doing anything, you're achieving resting so you can do the next thing that you have on your plate. So I don't know. Hey, Mike, the Philippine Nomad, how you doing this morning? Thanks for dropping in. Hey, if you missed the question of the day, can achieving nothing make a person happy? Got a couple more minutes here to spin on it. If you uh, if you want to drop an answer in the comments real quick. Mike is a member of our morning membership club. Well, I guess it's not the morning membership club. It's for the whole YouTube channel. But the coffee crew definitely benefits with uh, prioritized, prioritized comment reading and emojis, all sorts of fun stuff. 
Uh, Josh drops in the comments right now is, is happiness something to achieve or is it a state? Maybe that's the trap. People chase happiness and are often disappointed, but some of the happiest people seem to be happy despite all odds. Happiness is definitely a state for sure. Um, and you do, I think, achieve it by realizing what truly makes you happy. I, I don't think you can purposely go out. Well, you can purposely go out and intend to uh, to find something that makes you happy. Um, whether you find it or not is is uh, questionable. I found that um, when I've found really <laughs> meaningful happiness, not just like the passing uh, the passing beer or uh, or hot girl that walks by, like you're happy. <laughs> no, when I've achieved uh, true happiness, where I was like, man, I am really just happy um it has come from not looking for it just just plugging along i'm um, doing what i know is right and and um you know outside forces have really taken hold uh the the one sitting next to me over here is is a prime example that uh just she just makes me happy i don't know why we don't work at it i mean maybe she does <laughs> but no she she makes me happy i i couldn't replace her so it's a state. Yeah. Can you achieve it? I, I assume. Um, does it have to be, does achieving something have to be intentional is another question. Really? I mean, Mike, the Philippine nomad says at least something, nothing material. Happiness is a state of being. And Josh says, those are the moments you actually appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll wrap this question up. Can achieving nothing make a person happy? I mean, there's a lot to think about, a lot to think about. Um, and like I said, I contend you can't achieve nothing. It's just you're achieving something just by existing, by breathing. Um, and when you stop breathing, you know what you achieved? Dying. So good luck achieving nothing. I don't know. Anyway, that's going to be another episode of the Perfect Cup podcast. It's a daily question and answer segment. First thing in the morning, 6.05-ish a.m. Central, Monday through Friday. I start the show at 6. We we uh, greet each other, have salutations, have a couple sips of coffee, and dive into that question as people start rolling in. If you want to get a heads up on the question, you want to add to the conversation, find me at t.me slash lots chat. I post a question the day before, usually in the morning, sometimes in the evening. I'm starting to sprinkle them around socials and even into some video posts. So definitely keep an eye out and join the conversation. We want to hear what you have to think, and I'm glad to share it with everyone. Anyway, this has been another episode of The Perfect Cup. Check out theperfectcup.shop, thelotsproject.com, and now back to the main show. All right. A couple more comments here. A state of nothing, Jake's action. Oh, wait. Takes action to achieve, even if it's even if it's actively choosing to be inactive. Josh is fighting with autocorrect this morning. Jake from State Farm wanted to be on his phone. <laughs> oh, man. How's your weekend, man, guys? How was the weekend? Mine was uh, pretty freaking awesome. It's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, talked to you last uh, Friday morning. Friday morning from... 
Texas. Uh, we are no longer in Texas. We spent uh, four over four months down in Texas this winter, uh, and we're rolling. We are rolling. We've decided we are moving every week here for a couple weeks, a couple more weeks, and then we're sitting put again, uh, do a little job. Not, not, um, not four months. Not four months. I don't think, unless something happens that makes it worth it. But <coughs> our intentions are to keep rolling. We really like the rhythm of moving every week or every other week. It keeps us um, kind of focused on what we're doing, and we don't we don't really um, get bogged down in getting everything pulled out and this and that. So, uh, Philippine Nomad, no, we didn't run into any severe weather. We've been lucky so far. Um, the nasty storms rolled through Arkansas before we headed here um and had gone through uh where we were in texas before we got there uh we did see uh all winter as we sat and watched um the storms and nastiness and tornadoes and everything roll through where we stayed in texas uh but while we were there it was good uh the storms tracked north of us that went through that week uh the end of that week we got a little rain but it uh they ended up rolling through where we are now uh, a little bit before we got here so We've been lucky enough to be before or after the storms, which is nice. Um, but talk to you guys Friday. Told you we were getting ready to leave. Uh, I don't know if at that point I had. Um, I don't know if I had at that point got permission to use the shower. <laughs> guys. <sighs> so. I don't know. I'm six foot five. I'm. Well, just under, just under. Close enough that it rounds up for sure, uh, but not quite ticking the scale at uh, 6'5". And anywhere between, you know, 225 and 260, depending on um, how much I've been active in that, kind of fluctuate. Anyway, if you've ever been in an RV shower, and I'm not talking about these brand new ones in these castles that uh, people roll down the street in. Uh, that actually have like a full shower in them. I'm talking old RV shower that, um, you know, is very, it was about as wide enough for a kid, a small, um, maybe 10 year old or my wife. Um, she's tiny. She's tiny. <laughs> she, she fits in there. Uh, fine. But I've always struggled in showers, but anyway, I haven't struggled to shower, but being this tall, um, if you're not in like a full size bath shower, like if you're in an economy size shower or something that's trying to fit in, you don't fit in really well. Um, and we conserve water. We, we have water tanks. Uh, we don't hook up to like city water very often. So we take military shower on, off, on, off, um, get yourself wet, soap up, rinse yourself off, clean yourself, you know, linger a little bit, depending on how long it's been, how stanky how stanky you are. <laughs> um, but we make it work. Make it work. Is it ideal? No. Have I thought about going to pilot and taking a hot shower, paying like $12? Yes, I have. Um, five months. It is. It is what it is. It's a, it's a change for sure. Uh, it was definitely a huge shift going from working in oil and gas and taking steaming hot showers on a daily basis to get the hydrocarbons, get the gas and diesel and the grease and the oils out of your skin. I used to just burn them out with hot showers. Um, and so it, um, it was a big change. It was a big shift. 
but I dealt with it. I and it was good. I mean, it's fine. I don't mind it. I'm not like, oh my god, I took a shower and now I'm moving out of the camper. No, not not even close. Not even close. Um, but anyway, at the hip camp we were staying at, they have a so there used to be a house there. The house is gone. The garage is still there. They've put a tiny house on the property. Um, one of the guys is retrofitting the inside of the garage and in doing so, he put an outside shower in just a tankless hot water heater and uh, um, and a um, shower head coming off it, hose running to it. And he, when he was giving us a tour while he was there, he said, hey, check this out. And he's got like tiki, uh, like the tiki raffy grass around it on the backside of the building. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. I really wish I had one of those. <laughs> So he was there for a couple days and he took off and uh, got to be like Wednesday or Thursday. And I looked at Corey, hey, did you bring it up or did I? I did, one of us brought it up and I was like, hey, we should send him a message and see if we can use his outdoor shower. Nobody's here. Um, and it's supposed to be nice uh, temperature wise. Maybe we can take an outside shower. That would be really cool. Um, so Friday morning, I wish I had done it like Tuesday. <laughs> Friday morning, I sent uh, sent him a message. I was like, "Hey, man, is that outside shower water on? Um, can, can we use it? Does it still work?" Or he's like, "Yeah, just need a propane tank. I have propane tanks. I do. I have several." Um, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, have at her. Have at her. Gave me a little in and out. It was an old, uh, old style tankless. Um, that uh, yeah." It didn't, it's not as, it's not as uh, robust as the ones they are selling now, but he said it works. Um, the temperature control works. Um, he said the temperature control works more when you use the water pressure control than the temperature control He's like, turn the temperature all the way up and adjust your temperature with the water flow. That's the old school, uh, old school tankless that, uh, yeah, the, depending on the pressure, it's how hot it, how, how hot it works. But anyway, we talked about that and I was like, okay, cool. I am excited. I was so excited to take a shower, guys. You don't understand. I was like, I, you mean I can stand there under the hot water and just let it run for 20 minutes, an hour? No shit. Um, I felt like I was going to get all the dirty, the dirty that I just couldn't wash off, which there isn't really, um, it isn't really, uh, I get clean. I'm not saying that, but you know what I'm talking about. Like that. I just want to sit and soak out everything of my body. <laughs> so Corey and I planned on that. She was working on Friday. I, I was running around getting stuff uh, ready to take off on Saturday. And she got done with work. I was like, Hey, let's go take a shower. Um, <laughs> they, uh, uh, so we, <laughs> we get ready. She gets done with work. And the rainstorms start rolling through, like thunderstorms are close. And it had been all day. Uh, they had missed us, missed us, missed us. And it started raining. I'm like, oh, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me today. Um, and it was like pouring. I'm like, shit, if it's like this later, I will go take a shower in the fucking rain. I don't care. I'm getting wet. <laughs> it's like part of the deal. Anyway, so the rain the rain kind of subsided. We had some dinner and it was uh, getting later in the evening. We may have had a couple of adult beverages um, for our last day in Texas. Uh, we wanted to have some Lone Star because we knew we weren't going to be able to get it outside of Texas because it's the national beer of Texas. So rain stop. 
had a few beers, hit the outdoor shower, watched the sunset, taking a hot outdoor shower with my wife. Guys, you don't even know. You don't even understand what that felt like. Not even close. Not even close to understand what that was like. I probably was, well, I achieved nothing and I was happy. <laughs> Going back to the perfect question of the day. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess I was cleaner, so I did achieve something, but holy fuck, I was so happy. It was so nice. Um, it was so nice. I did it twice. I went back in the morning and uh, took one while Corey, Corey took a shower in the camper. She had... Uh, she couldn't shave her legs outside. It was a little goose bumping. She was afraid that uh, she was afraid that she was going to cut herself. And I didn't blame her because we had, had, like I said, had had a couple of adult beverages and she was in an outside shower standing up. Don't need razor. Nope, we're good. But anyway, <laughs> Josh says, I achieved happiness. Sure did. Sure did. Watching the sunset in an outdoor shower in the middle of Texas, I was just like, okay, I've achieved happiness. And no shit. Like one of the property owners is the seventh generation shaman, uh, from what I understand. So weird that I uh, I got to that place on that property, but man, what a beautiful property it was! I got a bunch of video that I have to edit up this week. Um, like I mentioned last week, we're kind of gonna go on a delayed week, um, rolling release on things just to little opsec and just uh, getting some more time getting some more time to spread things out and do editing and things like that but holy god guys outdoor shower i've i've kind of considered um <laughs> just picking one up and throwing it in the back of the truck and uh, a shower head with a hose on it and when we go to places that have running water just throwing it up outside we have an outdoor shower on the camper and i was like oh this is going to be great um uh, it's still limited by how much water we have and how big our water heater is portable outdoor shower <laughs> game on any place i have a hose i'd just be standing out in the standing out in the yard <laughs> making a mud puddle but no i appreciate it kyle john i appreciate uh i appreciate the access to the shower it was fantastic fantastic can't thank you enough but anyway enough about my shower um we were not uh well shouldn't say we um cory was very nervous about us getting out of our spot uh both with traction um where we were parked was kind of mm, iffy ground let's say it was soft in spots and uh not in others and when we were leveling the camper when we tried to give it a little bit um and it had eh, we had the leveler under it so it had a, quite a bit of resistance and we were pretty much done just like done moving for the day and she dug her tires in a little bit and i was like oh shit this is right where we gotta park to pull this thing out i gotta say i was a little nervous but not as nervous she was very she hates getting stuck i hate getting stuck too but she really hates it because she's usually driving um but anyway we took our time uh, broke down everything, kind of evaluated everything, looked where we wanted the truck to be. Uh, we also had a kind of a, a tight swing to get out of a small gate. Um, we planned it out. We walked through it a few different times and uh, the plan came together. We got out no problem, no problem, rolled right out. 
right up onto the street, didn't even get close to the gate, shut the gate, and away we went. Um, it was smooth. It was smooth. Smooth travel day. Uh, we did have to get gas, but which is Corey's nemesis, gas stations. Ooh. Get a 35-foot RV and a big F-250 extended cab, they said. Don't get diesel. You don't want to deal with diesel. You don't want to deal with all the engine problems and all that. You don't want to have to deal with big old wide truck lanes that you can pull your trailer through. No, why would you want to do that? Try to pull into little tiny gas stations where the cars go. It's bad, guys. It sucks. It doesn't suck when the gas station is decent, when the parking lot is big enough, or the exits and the entrances are, are work, but... They don't think about when that when they build a gas station. You know what they think about? Real estate costs. How many gas pumps can we squeeze into this sack of a parking lot? Um, we have a don't have a very good turn radius. We get into some shitty spots, uh, but we found an easy in and out gas station. She did awesome. Um, and then we rolled in here. And it was pretty smooth into here. We we were out on some. We our site is fantastic, by the way. Uh, another another A plus site views and everything. If you're in the Telegram group, I showed you the first night um, what our our view is for the week. Uh, we're going to be watching sunsets out of our uh, out of our office, kitchen, living room, every room <laughs> where we sit uh, all the time. Where I'm sitting right now. Uh, we have big windows on that side, and it's facing the sunset, and whew, it's nice. It's nice. But um, <laughs> Josh says, aren't gas stations my nemesis, too? No, they're not. Like, I am uh, I'm perfectly content with gas stations. And, guys, if you want somebody on your uh, shit-hits-the-fan situation, how about the guy that knows how to get a gas station running, even without power? Could come in handy. I mean, once once the tanks are dry, my my usefulness kind of goes away. But uh, we can repurpose parts out of gas pumps. I'll tell you that. But I can get every drop of fuel out of that fucking ground for you without blowing us up. Um. Anyway, we rolled. It was easy drive. It was a little. That one was a little longer, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a little longer drive to this place. Um. It just made sense for our all, all our stops. Uh, but she is really excited. Our next travel day is like oh, just over 100 miles, and she's like, because <laughs> we usually go, we usually go uh, over 200 or right around 200. Uh, I think we were up 280 or something. We were on the high end, um, high end of what she likes to do. But sometimes you got to do it. Drive went smooth, no issues. Got up here, had to turn around on a little dirt road, but uh, there was a nice little triangle. Uh, triangle kind of turn around and she was able to do like really nice K turn, get out easy. We're in a, a horse corral pasture that's had trailers drove over it for years and years and years and years and years. I think it was actually a parking lot. They have a, they had or do have a berry farm where we're at. Uh, I think it was the parking lot for where people parked. So it's nice and compact and level. It's fantastic. We uh, rolled in, setup was easy. It was a great day. It was a great day. For a travel day, I would have to give it a 10 out of 10 for a travel day. I don't think um, we got started late. Um, like I said, we had adult beverages before the outdoor shower, and uh, we decided we wanted to finish all the adult beverages before we traveled. Um, so we were running a little slow on um, 
a little slow on uh, Saturday morning when we when we took off to travel. But other than that, we took off and we even got here, even though we left a lot later than we intended. We got here at a decent time, got set up, and it's been great. Uh, our hosts, hosts are really cool. Somehow I ordered firewood. I don't know. We've been on we've been on the road for over five months. We haven't had a campfire outside um, since we left. And uh, <laughs> the lady was like, oh, we'll have your wood at the campsite. I'm like, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know maybe it came with the listing or I don't know. Um, and then when we got here, they came down. They're like, oh, we'll go get you more wood. We'll go get you more wood. And Corey's like, I don't know if we're even going to have a fire. She's like, well, he ordered four bundles at $5 a piece. <laughs> Corey's like, he probably didn't even know he ordered them. I don't know if it was like an add-on on Hip Camp or something. Like I missed it. If it auto-populated, maybe I clicked it by accident. I don't know. But we got big four bundles of wood. <sighs> yep, yep, yep. So that's cool. She said she offered to refund it. I was like, nah, I'll figure it out. Maybe we'll have a fire. Maybe we'll have a campfire uh, for the first time six months into our journey. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. We work. We go to bed at eight o'clock. Like, what are we doing staying up having a fire? We got to have like a morning fire. Um, maybe I'll do that someday. I'll just have a all day fire and then cook Corey dinner all over the fire. Corey wants an inside fire the rest of the week. <laughs> it's going to be chilly. Not chilly. I shouldn't say that. It's going to be uh, low 40s overnight and uh, up into the up into the 70s or 60s, high 60s, low 70s during the day. So not bad weather, not bad weather. Uh, yeah, so we got set up yesterday. We had an awesome experience too. Uh, a little adventure on Sunday. Sunday is our kind of our day to do whatever together. A lot of the times it's it's a prep time for me for the week, which I did not get accomplished. So I am going to be uh, running around like crazy this week. But um Sundays, we do our thing. We do our thing. <laughs> Josh says, sure, you didn't order the wood. That's what all the gals say when their man catches them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yesterday was uh, Sunday. Uh, it is a non-work day for Corey. Uh, it is a work day for me. I try to work, but, um, we had plans. We had plans. We made plans to do some adventuring. Um, Josh was, was kind enough to hook us up with, uh, a guy, Justin, Justin up here in Arkansas that, um, man, he buys and sells rocks for a living. Like he knows his shit, knows his shit. He, um, he digs crystals. He digs rocks all over Arkansas, all over the country, buys and sells. Um, so, Josh said, man, we were going to go to the diamond mine by ourselves. Josh is like, call this dude. He'll he'll help you. He'll help you out. He's met him at Float Fest twice, I think. So anybody that says float isn't worth shit, um, that's why I was in Texas all weekend or all winter. It's why I got to go rock hunting yesterday with a guy that does it for a living. It's why, um, it's why it all happened. Because you know who went to Squatch Fest? Old Scramble and Brian Norton went to Float Fest. And met the renegade butcher. That's how it all happened. Because then the renegade butcher was on Brian's show. I saw him on there. I thought he was a little fucking goofy. He was sitting in a Panera talking. Couldn't hear jack shit because the background music was so bad. Little did I know the guy didn't have Wi-Fi anywhere. He lives in fucking bumfuck outside nowhere 
Texas. Um, but yeah, we started bullshitting and we hung out on the after party. We got to know each other. We started uh, collaborating on some projects, bouncing ideas off of each other, and it just fit. That's how I ended up in Texas. Josh met Justin at Float Fest a couple times, I think. Um, and so, yeah, Float sucked. Was it a scam? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Was it a pump and dump? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Are Aaron and Kingsley feds? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But you know what fucking happened? I met Josh. Had a place to come down. I learned how uh, how his deer business works. I met Justin yesterday. We went and uh, hunted crystals. None of that would have happened if uh, Float hadn't existed. Float Fest didn't happen. So I take that as a net positive. Um, there's more than that that I met from Float. I'll tell you, uh, a lot of the people that listen to the show came from there. I saw there um, the first winner of any of our contests, Mike, the Philippine Nomad. Uh, I met on Float. Uh, Melody, she won one of our coffee contests over there. Uh, so, yeah, I think Float was a win-win for me, even though it was what it was. So, did I get my money out of my plank? I would say so. I would say so. The connections I've made so far and will continue to make. But anyway, yesterday we went rock hounding. Uh, Justin said, hey, you can go to the diamond mine or you can go some mine, mine. <laughs> um, he says, you can uh, you can go there or we can go somewhere where uh, you're probably going to find something cool. And so we're like, we like to find cool things and we have no idea what we're doing. So we uh, we met up with him. We drove a little over an hour, went to a, a new mine, a new crystal mine. That is, um, it's basically in somebody's backyard. And so we were not prepared for what we were doing. Like we did not have a whole lot of insight. We didn't know the situation or anything. So we did not come prepared. I will tell you that the, our next trip to do this, we will do much better. Um, a, because we'll have more time. B, we will have the right equipment and C, we will be hydrated and bring water with us. Uh, when we climb to a top of a fucking mountain in someone's backyard. So he said, Oh, it's a residential house. There's a gate. You go in, you pull in the driveway. And I'm thinking we're like out in some dude's backyard because I looked at the satellite and it was just tree cover. No, I didn't look at the topographical. So we get there, we go in the gate, we pull up, we go up a pretty decent grade in the truck to a parking lot. And uh, he said, yeah, just park by where all the cars are and then start walking. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we get up. He's like, don't get stuck either fucking famous last words for us <laughs> and so we pull up we get in we don't get stuck um i we got out of the truck we started trying to get some tools out of the back truck which we didn't have the appropriate tools by any means um and this and that and i look over and here comes this dude like running down through the woods on like and i'm like wow he's excited <laughs> he's excited to come and meet us or he's really excited to get back and dig more crystals <laughs> Anyway, he comes down, introduce ourselves, we muddle through the tools, and we start walking. Like I mentioned earlier, 425 feet up the fucking side of a mountain. Like this. No lie. No lie. Like, it was probably one of the steeper slopes I would consider walking up and down down for sure like i the walk down was scary as shit for me um 
because I was carrying like rakes and buckets and all sorts of shit. If I had started to slide, there was no grabbing anything. And it was fucking scary. But anyway, as you're walking up this mountain, you get towards the top and the ground starts sparkling. I was like, whoa, what? He's like, yeah, see all the crystal you can you can pick them up on the ground. Like you can take you, like, yeah, this is part of this. Um, Josh says it's almost considered climbing. It is. They have ropes in the trees. Um, tree to tree to tree down the path. So in case you start to fall, you can grab it. Uh, you can use it as a, a handrail going up. But uh, yeah, th- all of a sudden there's like crystals on the ground everywhere. Little tiny fragments uh, catching the sun and this and that. And that's legitimately how they found this place. Uh, the property owner had it. They were going up to the top. Uh, they wanted to party up on the top. When I say it's up there, it is like one of the highest peaks around. Um, it was outside of Hot Springs. Uh, it's one of the highest peaks around there. And so you can see all the fireworks on New Year's, on uh, 4th of July. Uh, they do fireworks. And they said you can go up there and sit and see all the fireworks. all Or Little Little Rock is where we were. Excuse me. North Little Rock. All Little Rock and everything. You see all the fireworks displays. So they were up there and they were clearing um, leaves and stuff to have a bonfire. And they thought there was glass all over the ground. Like, people been up here partying. What's the heck? There's glass. And they started picking them up. And they're like, holy shit. These are crystals. Big quartz mountain, basically. And so Justin showed us kind of where to dig. We got some geology lessons on how quartz and crystals are formed. Uh, I'm not going to really go into that right now because we're at 42 minutes. But what a cool process understanding the process really um drove home where to look and what to look as you're digging and so we found some um he gave us some but we found some crystals i don't know if you can see that but nice little crystals they were really cool um (laughs) josh says so you got some little rocks in little rock yeah yep we did Sure did. Way to notice that. <laughs> Only you. Uh, anyway, so we started digging. Uh, we were watching the dogs. Uh, we had the dogs back at the camp. We were watching them remotely. And we didn't bring any water up the hill. We didn't realize how far up this hill we were. We really um, didn't inquire. We got thirsty. It was hot. It was like 80, sunny on the top of the mountain. We held out what we could. We wouldn't get wanted to get dehydrated, whatever. So we stayed for, I don't know, like three and a half, four hours. Um, and we took off. I was happy with what we found. It was more of the experience, the education. Now I feel like if we were coming through Arkansas, I could stop at any quartz mine. I could stop at any um, mine digging that general, that general type of stone and know what I'm doing enough that I wouldn't be wasting my money. I wouldn't be wasting it at all. So it was definitely worth the day. Um, and so we take off. We are on our way home. We stopped at a little bar on the way home to grab some food because it was late and we didn't really want to cook. Uh, when we got home, we had a lot of shit to do because we lost our whole Sunday, basically. Um, adventuring. So we swung into this bar. Uh, it was a, It's a biker bar. Um, hole in the wall dark inside you know that bar menu uh a couple funny things we ran into there and uh, then we'll wrap up here it's gonna be a little longer show today i think but anyway sitting there 
go to grab beer. They were kind of in a shift change, and this is the type of place where they're not in a hurry to help you. Their main priority wasn't getting me a beer. That was for sure. Um, but anyway, it was the one place that was open on the way home. So Corey and I are looking at the beer list. They had it on a whiteboard, a whiteboard handwritten. And, uh, you know, Bud, Bud Light, Coors, Coors Banquet, Coors Light, uh, Miller High Life, uh, Miller Golden Draft, Miller Light. Going down the list, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, no. <laughs> And so then Corey goes, I walk over and I look and I, I see Shiner. I'm like, okay, well, I spent a bunch of time in Texas. I could have a Shiner. And I looked. Yeah, they list Shiner as an import. That's an import beer, a Shiner, um, imported all the way from fucking Texas. It says it on the goddamn bottle. I don't think you know what that word means. <laughs> Anyway, we ordered a couple of shiners and we were looking at the menu. It's typical typical bar food, like uh, bar burgers, this and that. I got a chicken fried steak um, just because when you're down here, you do that kind of shit. Um, and we're sitting looking at the menu and Corey's like, oh, I didn't even see the chili fries. They were called chili fries, right? Frito no, fri Frito, fri Frito pie. Frito pie. Excuse me. Here, I took a picture. I'm going to have to pull the picture up. I would hate to give the wrong ingredients for a Frito pie. Um, Cause we were like, Oh wow. That probably wouldn't have flown in Minnesota. All right. So at this bar down here in Arkansas, you can get a Frito pie. Uh, it's $7, $7 right in line with all the other uh, bar food. What you get on a Frito pie is corn chips, cheese, taco, chili, and Japs. Yep. Japs. J-A-P-S. Not sure what that is. Um, I'm guessing it's jalapeno. J-A-L, I think. Uh, jalapenos, I know, is a long word, and you're probably paying by the line. Uh, but don't, don't shorten that down to Japs, please. I mean, you can. But then people like me see it and giggle. And the wrong person is going to come into your bar and you're going to have a lawyer knocking on the door uh, for slang racial terms. But I was surprised that they put Japs on the Frito pie. Uh... <laughs> Josh says they were too busy cutting up the Japs in the back and importing beer to serve you. <laughs> But, I mean, the food was it was. It was what it was. It was bar food, and uh, the beer was okay. Uh, got to talk to a cool guy from Alaska uh, sitting next to us just randomly at the bar. Uh, and, yeah, it was a good day. It was a good day for sure. I was uh, I was very pleased at the end of the day uh, how everything went and uh, the crystals we found, the education we got, meeting Justin. Uh, and I will definitely do it again. Probably not this trip. We got a lot to do. Not sure if we'll have time at our next stop to get out to do some, but uh, yeah, we found some crystals. We found some other cool rocks. We're still looking through them and washing them off. That was another thing. It was really hard to tell what you had up there because it was, we were, we were getting down into some mud and some, um, some like red clay mud and things like that. Sandstone that were really, you know, you're looking for a clear crystal and it's got mud slime all over it. You can't really tell if it's good or not, but 
Anyway, after we left, I got home and I was pulling up uh, Facebook, check some messages and that. And I followed Justin on Facebook. Huh. Like two hours after we left, hour after we left, about three feet to the right of where I was digging and finding my little crystals I showed you. Uh, he found uh, what he referred to as the best pocket of crystals he's ever found digging without equipment. Hand digging. He was pulling out crystals that were like two fingers wide and about as long as his palm was across. I was like, no shit. I'm watching him pull this stuff out. That's how it goes, guys. It's a game of inches, really. Um, you can dig, you can dig a hundred holes. And if, uh, if the stones are in between the two holes you dug, you're never going to find anything. You dug a hundred holes for no reason. You could dig one hole in the right spot and go home with two full five gallon buckets of, um, of stones in an hour. So it's just is what it is. Uh, check out Justin on Facebook, Justin Bar Baird on Facebook, J-U-S-T-I-N-B-A-I-R-D, I believe. Uh, you'll know you got the right guy when you see a bunch of rocks, a bunch of really, really cool rocks. But he went live and uh, he went live in the uh, dig in the dig in the little pocket. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, that looks familiar. It kind of looks like where I was digging. I mean, it looks it's a mountaintop. It all looks the same. But I said, send him a message. I was like, hey, uh, looks like you, you got into some. Uh, looks like you got into some after he's like, holy dude. Oh, it was like three feet to the right. I really wish we had gotten into it while you were here. You could have seen what it was. I was like, yeah, I saw how excited you get online. Holy God. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, it is what it is. I had an awesome time. I have no regrets. It was well worth the drive. Eh, yeah. So I'm going to have to try to wrap it up here a little bit and uh, get done with the show. I have a ton on my list from the weekend uh, to share with you this week. We will not be shy for topics um, this week for sure. And uh, But that was the weekend. Well, the start to the weekend. Getting out of there, getting here, getting settled. We got another week. Um, we got another week here or the rest of the week here. And then we're traveling again on Saturday. So be sure to catch the show. See what we're up to here in Arkansas. What we were up to last week as I get our video edited down and put out. Be sure to check out that membership, YouTube membership. And I've also launched a, uh, a membership to do with uh, my grave, my gravestone and uh, and cemetery visiting. You can find that at the lotsproject.com. Just look at the top bar and look for the Cemetery Explorers Club. It's a little different. It's not it's not a whole lot to do with this show. I don't mention it a whole lot. But uh, yeah, just spinning that out and seeing what we can do with it. I want to I want to give some in-depth stuff to some people. Um for a small token every month. And uh, as we grow the membership, part of it will be siphoned into a fund to help restore some older gravestones and things like that. So I'm excited to get it rolling. I'm excited to see where it goes and to do some good deeds and some charity out there and uh, and spread some love in some cemeteries. So check that out if you want. Uh, item of the day today is the Leatherman OHT. Used it a bunch this weekend. Uh, always use it on travel days or... Um, uh, when I'm doing repairs or this or that, it's just nice to have that multi-tool in my pocket. I can grab slide open the pliers or any uh, other multiple assortment of tools, but be able to do it with one hand. That's the OHT is one handed tool. It's fantastic. I, I bought a wave when I lost my OHT and uh, within a couple of days, I had another one. I found one, I ordered it and I could not work without it. 
you get used to it. It's a little bigger, a little bulkier than uh, some of the other multi-tools, but that one-handed function is why I get it. Check it out today on Amazon. There's a link in the video description. They're like 80 bucks, I think. Uh, if you don't need a new multi-tool, don't want to check it out, but you got to do some Amazon shopping, you can help us out by clicking that link and uh, just starting with our portal in Amazon. Then we get credit for everything you buy. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Check out tonight. Uh, lots to talk about live with Eric Coward. Um, and we're going to be doing stoicism for dummies. Eric hosts a podcast about stoicism. They talk philosophy. Uh, I asked him to come on and explain it all to us. For those of you that don't know, don't know um, what stoicism is, like me, I mean, I know I got a general basics, but uh, let's do one for dummies and uh, and have a chat. So be sure to show up tonight, ask any questions, hang out with us, enjoy the show. Uh, it's been another episode, guys. It's, uh, it's a Monday. Got to wrap it up. Got to knock out the work for the week. I got to get caught up from all the time I missed yesterday, hanging out and digging rocks, playing in the mud, basically. Got to do some laundry now for sure. Anyway, guys, you can always find me at thelotsproject.com on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. I hope you have a great day, guys. Hope you kick off your week. That is going to be super productive and you will achieve everything you want and find happiness. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I can see the light I can feel the sound